and welcome to Left, Right and Center. I'm Vishnu Shom, and I'm at the Auto Expo in Greater Noida on the outskirts of Delhi, which is a colossal event whenever it takes place. It's the first time it's happening after COVID. But this is important because the focus over here is on sustainable transportation. It's on electric vehicles. It's about cleaner fuels. And it's also about hybrid models, which are now emerging. India has some very tight goals. We need to cut down on our greenhouse emissions on this program, some of the leading car companies in India and what their plans are. And whether you believe it or not, chances are that in just the next couple of years, if you do change your car, right, or your bike, it could be electric because that's where India is going. But the price point, that remains a huge problem. Why is that the case? What more needs to be done? as far as battery technology and battery costs are concerned. All of that on this very special episode of Left, Right and Center. Sustainability is the big focus for the country's largest auto manufacturer, Maruti Suzuki. They've got prototypes of EVs over here, battery-powered vehicles, but it's so many more things that they're looking at. Joining us now, Mr. Shashank Shivastav. He's a senior executive director dealing with marketing and sales. We've spoken in the past about safety. We'll talk a little bit about that later. But yeah. this prototype and what it means is pretty much part of the transition of Maruti for the future. What does that transition look like? Yeah, so um, uh, the entire industry is actually going through uh, uh, transformation, not just in terms of technology, but in terms of uh, regulations related to emission and safety. So um, uh, there is a consensus in the industry that going forward, electric vehicles will be mainstream, largely in response to uh, that the cost of producing ICE vehicles with the new regulatory requirements and emission sure. will be very high. Uh -huh. And therefore, we are also seeing this transition in, uh, in, in, in Maruti Suzuki. So we believe also that there will be uh, a transition to electric vehicle, but what is not in consensus is when it will happen. So, the so question, when, when will it happen? Huh, <laughs> so the, the, question. Question, the question is not whether, it is when. Right. And the when part is a little complicated because it's still an evolving field. Right. But uh, what the general consensus is among the analysts and industry experts is that by 2030, we'll probably see in the Indian passenger vehicle industry about uh, 17 to 20% penetration of, uh, of uh, electric vehicles. So it's interesting because your strategy isn't limited to, uh, to electric vehicles. I mean, that's, that's one right. part of it. That's right. You've got EVs, cleaner fuels, including biogas yes. and hybrid as well. Absolutely. So now we are walking towards your sustainability Sust zone. Exactly. Um, so tell us a little bit about A, what it is that you're trying to project over here beyond EVs themselves. Yes, so as you rightly pointed out, uh, you know, EV's penetration may not be 100% because that inflection point might be reached a little later, especially when the battery cost comes down right. and when electricity is available and produced through more cleaner methods. Now, in the interim period, and I said 20% by 2030, but if you do a quick calculation, Vishnu, uh, between today till 2030, 
will probably be uh, India passenger vehicle sale will probably be about 44 million uh -huh. out of which about three and a half million will be EVs right what happens to the balance uh, 41 million vehicles do you not have to reduce the emissions with them yes you have to and they are the majority you know 41 million versus three and a half million of electric vehicles so what Maruti believes is that we have to make special efforts the industry has to make special efforts that in this intermediate period till the time when EVs become mainstream, we need to be technology agnostic to reduce emission. And that's what we are trying to do. For example, you see the Wagonar here is the flex, flex fuel. fuel. So it's uh, something which can take up to 85% ethanol blended in the fuel. That's one way. You have a CNG. Uh, then you have uh, the CNG uh, vehicle is there, yeah. uh, you know. The, uh, uh, yes, and, and the Grand Vitara, which is the strong hybrid. So right. you have a mix of flex fuel, CNG, um, the hybrids, and that is Maruti's plan of how to bring down the emission levels in the intervening period. You know, you were telling me something very interesting, yeah. that there is a serious investment uh, by Maruti uh, in a lot of what will make your cars more sustainable, for example, batteries. Yes, yes. You are investing, what, 10,000 odd crore rupees? Yes, yes. Into uh, battery manufacturing in India? Yes. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so, so uh, uh, as we were mentioning, you know, for the electric vehicles, the adoption rate will clearly depend on, uh, uh, will be different for different category of cars, but clearly it will depend on the cost of acquisition of the vehicle. Right. And one of the reasons why the uh, battery, uh, the battery electric vehicle penetration in India is not so high right. is because the cost of acquisition is high and secondly, because... Um, uh, uh, you know, the charging infrastructure is, uh, is, is not fully developed in right. India, giving rise to what is known as range anxiety among right. consumers. Right. So, um, the, 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 uh, the unique thing about battery electric vehicles is that almost 50% of the cost of the vehicle is battery cost. Correct. So, if you want to reduce uh, the total price of the vehicle, you have to reduce the cost. Which How means, does that happen? Huh, so, you will have to reduce the battery cost. And one of the big ways by, of doing it is by localization. And localization means production in India. And that is much cheaper than importing. And that's what Suzuki is doing. We have, uh, as you rightly pointed out, investing 10,000 crores in BEV and battery production. Uh, that's localization which should bring down the cost, should help us increase the penetration and the adoption of EVs in our country. Let's talk about uh, biogas yeah. and cleaner fuels. How is Maruti headed in that direction? Yeah, so clean, cleaner fuel, uh, yeah. CNG, for example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this to, is the CNG vehicle, is Yes, it? yes, yes, this right. is the CNG. It's uh, not yet launched. It's going right. to be launched in CNG. Uh, this uh, vehicle, uh, you know, CNG vehicles, obviously a much cleaner fuel, giving a larger fuel efficiency, also cheaper on uh, to, to purchase in the international market, and thereby reducing the foreign exchange outflow. Uh, clearly a national objective. Uh, so, CNG uh, is one uh, area where we have worked. We have 14 of our models are CNG. In fact, 21-22% uh, of our sales is now CNG. Uh, and in the vehicles where we have CNG, it's about 35-36% sales CNG. Uh, uh, same, we are, we'll, we'll hopefully be launching the flex fuel once the, uh, the, the regulations regarding them are, uh, are, you know, regarding flex fuel are put in right. place. And therefore, uh, and, and also the hybrid. <coughs> this Grand Vitara you see here, the strong hybrid, you know, in the 
the urban areas, 40 to 50, 55% of the time it works as EV yeah, on battery. Yeah, let's talk about this car. Yeah. Yeah. So, it gives a fuel efficiency of like 27, 28 kilometers to the liter. Right. And in city conditions. In fact, it gives you probably more in the city than in the highways, which is just the reverse of ice vehicles. Right. Because in the city, you <coughs> keep on charging the battery because you keep applying the brakes very often. Regenerative, regenerative braking. braking. Right, right. So, that's great option for uh, India. Especially because the range anxiety is not there. You don't require an external charging. And that's a huge factor. Because battery charging points for a pure EV, I mean, it's a problem in India. Absolutely. So, what is Maruti's vision of the future when there is greater EV penetration? Our highways will need charging points. Yes. Homes will need charging points. Yes. How do you see that happening? Yes. So, it's going to be a long uh, drawn process. Uh, clearly, the government is helping. Uh, they are also helping in setting up uh, in the public sector uh, the, the charging uh, infrastructure, as also many pub, uh, private companies are there. And we are also trying to develop an ecosystem. Uh, uh, by, uh, you know, we are also trying to develop an ecosystem by which we can you know, uh, integrate all these uh, things which are available regarding charging infrastructure for our consumer convenience. Uh, and also, which you might be wondering, many companies have brought in electric vehicles uh, earlier. Now the charging infrastructure doesn't exist. So it, it creates that anxiety in consumers and certainly inconvenience. And I can tell you, between optics and uh, customer convenience, Maruti Suzuki will always choose, 100 times of 100 will choose customer convenience. There is very serious engineering involved, whether it's EVs, whether it's hybrid fuels, uh, or even your vehicles, uh, which are strong hybrid um, how has Maruti gone about that engineering challenge? Because it's a change of mindset, it's a change of technology, and obviously quality is the highest. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Maruti so. doesn't fail, so you so, have to live up to that. Absolutely, so that's a big challenge, and as you rightly pointed out, it starts with people. So you have to uh, get the right people, mm -hmm. you have to train them, you have to motivate them to stay and do, uh, uh, you know. And, and I think uh, a lot of youngsters which we have now in our engineering already, they are like quite focused and actually they take it also as uh, a mission to uh, quickly produce vehicles or, or at least help in producing vehicles which are, uh, uh, you know, emission friendly. The EVX which we saw, yeah. uh, that's uh, what's in common terminology in electric vehicles called uh, the... Um, uh, the, the, the newborn uh, platform. Will we ever the, see it in India? Yeah, yeah this will be by 2024-25 is when it will be actually be, uh, be, be manufactured, manufactured in and, and produced sold in and India. sold in India. Of right. course, today what you saw was the global unveiling. Right. So it will be available across the... Uh, right. So this uh, platform is actually made specifically for electric vehicles. Electric vehicles have an issue because the battery is heavy. Yes. So you, you uh, generally when you uh, put that battery in a normal ice vehicle, yeah. it's uh, not really designed for that. So that's a born, as they say, a born new platform. So it's a platform specially created for uh, electric vehicle. It gives you a larger wheelbase. And you saw that it's a wheelbase larger. And that gives you a good flexibility in terms of designing the interior space. Right. Great flexibility. Right. And a final question which a lot of people would want to uh, ask. The safety of batteries themselves. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, built into the structure of the vehicle. Yes. How is that a key part of, of what it is that you're trying to do? Yeah, so obviously uh, there are standards prescribed, there are regulations regarding the battery and of course safety is a big priority. So obviously all the batteries which we will use will absolutely uh, adhere to all the regulatory requirements.
Thank you so much, sir, Thank for speaking much. to us. Thank you. There you have it, an idea of what Maruti Suzuki is doing. They are absolutely huge uh, when it comes to, I mean, cars across sectors, but the EV space, the hybrid fuel space, and also strong hybrids in the interim period is what they're looking at. There is no option about moving to cleaner fuels, more sustainable fuels. It's not just about Maruti or any other car country company. It's about our country and it's about our sustainable development goals. And it's wonderful to see that this auto expo is focusing so much on something which is a national requirement. Well, one of the car companies which has had a very impressive presence over here at the Auto Expo has been Tata Motors. Now, they have a real commitment to mobility, sustainable mobility, which sees hydrogen fuel cells, which sees electric vehicles, which sees a variety of clean fuels which are in use. There was a big reveal today across many segments, whether it was motor cars or it was heavy transports as well. This is what Tata Motors chairperson had to say. At the Tata Group, we are engaged in three major transitions. The digital transition, energy transition, and supply chain transition. All of these are driving change and driving growth, not only for the Tata Group, but for the Indian economy. Well, one of the big concerns across India when it comes to electric vehicles is the infrastructure which exists in the country. And there are huge strides which really do need to be taken. But this is a company, Static, which is India's largest EV charging network. Very privileged to be joined by Akshit Bansal. He's the founder and CEO. Thanks very much uh, for speaking to us. So it's all about infrastructure, right? And it's all about building up for the future. What is some of the technology that you have developed and you've now sold across the India? Okay, uh, so what we do is we make chargers and we make the IoT layer behind it to manage these chargers. So we build the entire tech ecosystem behind EV charging, which is one, the hardware that is EV chargers and the entire software layer behind it. And what about the, uh, the interface itself? Is it common to all vehicles? Uh, yeah. Uh, most of them it's common. It depends on the platform. If it's a four-wheeler, it's common. Uh, right. across. Come. And so, you know, you've got a typical EV charger over here. Now, the big question that's often asked is the speed and the rate. Now, that depends on the car as much as the capability of your chargers, right? Correct. Correct. So, the rate of charging depends on both the battery in the vehicle and also the charger. So we have built chargers uh, that are up to 120 kilowatt. So an average time would be 20 to 30 minutes to charge a vehicle as well on a faster journey. And and where have you installed the 7,000 odd chargers across the country? Uh, I mean, how do you pick a place? Correct. So we have installed it across 60 cities in India. And what we do is we pick residential societies, offices and highways. So we want people to uh, find chargers wherever they go. And, and so you buy land over there and install it or lease land uh, and, and install it over there based on your survey of how many people are using EVs, right? Correct. So we lease. So that must be a big challenge also, I mean, locating the right place. Correct. So we lease land, we do not buy land. And what we do is we do revenue share with someone who's leasing their land so that they can also earn uh, whenever, a charging, whenever charging happens there. And that's a big challenge, but we use AI to find and develop heat, heat maps. Now, you are a very young entrepreneur, visibly young, much younger than me. 
but be that as it may how did you get into this correct uh, so while i was in college i was what were you studying electrical engineering i am an electrical engineer and while i was in college we were building solar vehicle there and that is how my passion towards it this started after college i went to work with a consultancy firm a big four uh, but soon enough i realized that there's a lot of uh, pollution problem that we we need to solve for and someone has to step up for it right and then you got into this okay. what about funding the startup itself uh, was that a big challenge nice yeah so my family uh, is service based i am the first entrepreneur in the family so starting this with 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 my own saved capital and i went on to have zero money in the bank but now we got funded by some of the biggest companies in the world like shell the oil company uh, they funded us 26 million dollars 6 months back so now i think we're doing well and what are your expansion plans uh so we ex- uh today we are in around 8 states in the country we plan to expand this to pan india and uh in the next uh, one and a half years we want to go up to 30000 chargers right and the size of the chargers are they necessarily as big as this or does it depend on the application no it depends this is a charger where you can also advertise so uh, right so there's revenue earning that i mean for you that comes in as well correct right. so there's alternate source of revenue earning as well but we have a range of chargers Uh, which can be wall mounted as well so it depends on what your application is and we have a charger for it and uh, give me a couple of ideas you know you have an app that you wanted to show me also can you show me your app so what is the function what is the, what is the app actually do so this is an app where you can find nearby chargers you can see if if they are available or not the nearest charger now is 900 meters away you can go there plug in your car uh, start charging and you can pay through the app as well and right. that is it and how do you pay i mean what are the rates uh the rate actually depends from location to location but usually it is like uh, 17 rupees per unit of energy that you consume and typically a car would consume how many units say a a medium sized ev would consume for a full charge uh, it'll take somewhere around 500 rupees to full charge an average ev in india right and it'll run for 300 kilometers so 500 rupees as opposed to several thousand rupees more more than 2500 up to 3000 or more Uh, for uh, you know the average so that's a huge saving uh, for uh, for consumers across the country now this is absolutely sensational um, is the technology changing also over a period of time i know batteries are evolving capacity of batteries is going up um, you know the, the different uh, lithium ion is now of course being much more accepted how is that affecting you and your technology correct uh, so definitely the market is really really dynamic and there are a lot of technologies coming in but uh, it's more on the battery side and the charging uh, ecosystem still remains intact and same and and anyways we are evolving with every evolving technology so we're building that we control the technology well there you have it a young entrepreneur akshit but just look at the dream that he had he was an engineer he decided that he needed to move away from one of the big four where he was working and he had a vision and idea of fueling india's infrastructure and he's doing this with these chargers they are india's largest ev charging network and this is something that india will see a lot more of going forward well one of the key car manufacturers over here at auto x we need in india is kia motors uh, thank you very much sir for being with us mr barad is a senior vice president he looks after many aspects of the business over here the focus of course is sustainable transportation and the future of that yeah. how is kia focusing a great deal on evs electric vehicles including this 
Uh, so, uh, first of all, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Uh, and, uh, you know, we are, uh, the, the theme for Auto Expo for Kia is an inspiring tomorrow. And uh, what we mean by that is uh, to be a sustainable mobility provider. And it's uh, in line with what you just asked. So, we are looking at, uh, you know, uh, electrification of uh, our cars. And that's going to be one of the key focus areas. Uh, so, when we talk about sustainability, of course, mm -hmm. EVs are the yeah. first ones. Mm -hmm. So we are, uh, Kia uh, Corporation globally is looking at uh, 14 battery electric vehicles by 2027 and we are investing almost $22 billion uh, in, in India. Uh, no, this is global. Right. Uh, and of course, you know, we will explore some of these 14 BEV, uh, BEVs, uh, for some of them will come into India as well. And we have already uh, firmed up uh, one mm -hmm. EV, which will uh, come in 2025, which is a totally grounds up EV. Uh, uh, designed and for this is a prototype, right? Yeah, this is a prototype. Uh, is this, it's, it's, are we going to see something like this actually on the roads in India in the future? No, or so this one still is still in uh, exploratory stage. We are trying to showcase because this is a very uh, radical sure. design. Sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's very, very bold looking car. It while is. it is, uh, interiors are very luxurious, right. very sophisticated and a lot of tech inside this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we are talking to consumers during these seven days to understand, you know, what do they like about these cars, what kind of features and what kind of importantly price point because that's, uh, you know, finally decide. Where does Kia stand in terms of what your expectations are of the government or of your own company in getting to that price point and how soon do you believe that we'll have that mass in India where batteries become cheaper? Uh, so, uh, you know, for that, let's first look at, you know, how the industry is looking to be from the electrification standpoint. Uh, the forecast is that by 2025, and the market is about 4 to 4.2 million. Uh, the industry, electric vehicle industry, would be about 5%, which is about 200,000 to 250,000. But I think that's going to be the inflection point. And by 2030, it is expected to hit about 30%, mm -hmm. by which time, by when uh, we will have the industry to be anywhere between 5 to 6 million. And that's where, you know, from 2 lakhs, uh, let's say in 2025, it will grow to almost 15 lakh uh, units in a span of five years, which is almost 7x growth. Right. I think that's, you know, where uh, the whole uh, chunk, uh, uh, you know, of cars will also start coming in by 2025. Sure. For example, we are talking about the launch uh, during that time. And of course, this is happening with a lot of support from the government in terms of uh, subsidies. What about and infrastructure so in India? And that's a big problem. Where do yeah. people recharge, for example? Yeah. Uh, again, what are your expectations? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the government has worked a lot. I think there are about 5,000 uh, charging points across the country. But I think one point which is uh, really happening, which is taking care of the lack of infrastructure, is the range. Right. Now, you know, we uh, when, when we launched EV6 last year, you know, we spoke about uh, mm -hmm. the ARI said the range is almost 700 kilometers plus. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine having a car with 700 kilometers so of range. That of that problem. Anxiety, yes, that's right. But yes. are those real-world uh, figures? Uh, or, um, so even if you, uh, let's say, you know, we look at the WLTP. The RT in Delhi is a nightmare. I travel <laughs> down it every day. Yeah. Would I actually get anything close to that? Yeah, yeah so the WLTP figures uh, uh, are a little more, you can say, practical. There also the range is 528 right. kilometers, right. which again, right. in a single day, you don't drive uh, that much. No. And for the within the city, obviously, I think it is good to go for almost a week's time. You come back home, plug it in right. uh, to your charger, and you are good to go for the... Uh, Typically, how long does it take? for uh, your latest generation of EVs to charge. I know about fast charge technology. Could you tell us how that technology yeah. has evolved? Yeah. So, uh, so we have, uh, in fact, we are one of the first manufacturers uh, and we try to be pioneer in most of them. Uh, we have, uh, so we have 16 dealerships which are uh, selling EVs today across India. 
15 of them have uh, 150 kilowatt uh, chargers sure. and uh, the, the one in Kochi has 240 kilowatt, kilowatt charger which is probably the highest, uh, the uh, biggest fast chargers in the country. Right. Right. In that it takes about 40 minutes to fully charge. Uh, yeah. For and a you, you would see that being disseminated across the country. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the future, and, and that's what will make it a much easier experience. Yeah, right? so we are, this year we are now exploring more cities, uh, so we have uh, covered about 11 cities so far. We are exploring uh, the next 20, 30 cities, and we are going to go the same way we have done in the top 10 cities, because as you rightly mentioned, if I'm in a hurry and I want to fully charge my car in the shortest possible time, I think these fast charges do a trick for you. Thank you so much Thank for you. speaking to us. Thank you. There you have it, Kia Motors, they've got an exciting prototype over here, but I think the entire conversation on um, sustainability, uh, electric vehicles going forward. Very, very interesting indeed. Thanks so much. Thank you, Vishnu. Thanks. Thanks. Nice meeting. Thanks. From all gas guzzlers like this to the absolute state of the art like this Lexus, the transition to clean fuels, electric vehicles, and a lot more. That's the big focus of this Auto Expo. It's also a focus for the country. I'll end this program the way I started it. In just the next couple of years, believe it or not, your next car is likely going to be electric. And that's important for all of us. From me, Vishnu Shom, and the rest of the team here at Auto Expo, good night.